Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation. We want to thank Animal Equality for sponsoring the podcast today. Every day, Animal Equality is working to end the suffering of farmed animals. To create a world where all humans are respected and protected, they need your help. Your donation will allow Animal Equality to fund important investigations into factory farms and slaughterhouses, exposing the cruelty that happens behind closed doors. Donate today and your gift will be doubled. You can make a difference for animals, and together we can change the world. Hi, I'm Peter Matthew Bauer, and you're watching Launch Left. This is an artist takeover with uh, Caroline Kingsbury. I started a record label basically when the pandemic started, and your record's the first one to come out, like the first full-length actual piece of vinyl record yes. in the world. To me, one of the things that makes it really special is you hear all the like horrible parts and great parts of like someone actually having to live their life making a record versus being like, right. you know, for the next three weeks, I'm going to make this thing that's just ca capturing this moment. Instead, it captures like four years of stuff, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. basically, I, I was... Uh, well, I'm 25, so I think I was like 21 or 22 when we met. So I, I was barely a human being. Like I, I, I hadn't even, like I hadn't lived outside of Nashville and Nashville is very, is very insular. Um, so I think the simplest way that I could ex express this is that I basically grew up in the record and you can hear where I'm, who I am at, at certain points. You may not know exactly like what age, but there's just the whole record is just like markers of like things that happened in the last four years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like literally like you listen to power. Power was one of the first songs that, that we were, you know, that, that I wrote and then I was like, oh, this is good. Like, uh, this could be on a record. And, um, but then like you hear Hero and then it, that was like something I wrote literally like last minute, last March. Right, yeah. And um, we had already, I think we had already decided to make a, make it a record at that point, but we hadn't like, but I hadn't even written it yet. So it's like pre me knowing that I'm even going to be, producing and making music yeah all the way through the process of realizing that i'm i'm producing and making music to the the, the last moment of like okay right. i'm making an album yeah here's one more song yeah right or yeah it was really like no look look this is an album <laughs> like, I was like, oh shit this is actually yeah. an album yeah i mean i remember trying to convince you that i was like like here this is a whole whole big album you know are you, you get to have fun Oh, you had, you really had to convince me. Like, uh, fuck, that was a hard time for me. Just cause like, I, I was just going through it and like, 
But then it was, but then like the idea that like when you came up with the idea, like, okay, let's put all these like random ass songs you have and make a record. Mm -hmm. It really scared me because I, I wasn't controlling it. And that's something that like was very difficult for me at the time because nothing in my life was in any kind of control whatsoever. It was like right after my brother died. I didn't know that I had made an album Mm -hmm. until like you put it in a dropbox and we're like this is an album mm -hmm. trust yeah. me yeah and then i was i literally was like i was in santa barbara like i remember the moment that i decided that like okay i'm going to listen to pete <laughs> and trust him to me like a big thing for an artist like that i struggle with as an artist like on, on the artist side of doing things it's like i want to control everything like which is probably why like, I also like run a record label and like well, the reason I do that in a management company is because I'm, I, I don't want to die of starvation. But, <laughs> but, that was but <laughs> otherwise I make records. Yeah. I mean, but, the, but I do think like, I definitely like to control like every aspect of what I do. And I think you do too. But what's always kind of shocking and fun for me and like when things feel the best is when I realize that like, if you try not to control anything and you try not to analyze anything, it always comes out better. And then also like you actually end up more like you own it more. Right. Like the, like, like letting go of control, like, or what do you think is like the, the story that you're trying to tell? And then you're like, Oh, I've been like, when you're writing a song, you're like, this song is about like, you know, something Lot, yeah about this subject and you fight it and you have these stupid words that are terrible and you sound like you're like you know like and then you just like let it go and you throw things in a random order and then you realize like the song's about something totally different and you're like happy you know you just you feel like you, you suddenly come into this different type of ownership which is like not using your brain and to like right. sabotage yourself <laughs> something like right. that and you yeah. know like i feel like we had some pretty big arguments about stuff like that over the course of our yeah. friendship. But like at yeah. the same time, like, I mean, I hope you feel like this is like, like to me, what it speaks to this record is something that you totally own and are like, totally like, this is everything, you know, which is really yeah. cool, which I think it's really hard to get to, you know what I mean? Like, that's not like, it's like, I don't know. That's just, it's, you know, it's just a battle to do as, as like, you know, Funny as it is when it comes out and you're like, yeah, it's just a record. Like, you're like God, that was so fucking hard. I know. Well, I feel like, honestly, um, a lot of our disagreements, like when we were trying to figure out music stuff and like the record, and it was just that, uh, that you have all of this experience and you're able to look and be like, you don't understand. This is, this is better. I'm telling you, I've been there. And I'm coming from, this goes against every single thing that I have ever learned yeah. about making music. I'm only 20 fucking two. And I like, I, you know, so it was just like pure, like, I don't know what this is. If, is this good enough? You know? Yeah. I'm always like very, I've always been very like anti psychology and like music criticism when people are like, you know, take this story of this person's life and put that on the song. And I'm like, well, it doesn't really work. Like you're not like emoting stuff. It's like a different, it's like a bunch more of a vibey, crazy thing. Right. Like it's like, yeah. I don't know, it just happened, you know, but I do think like your, your life 
you go on this tour, you fall in love with this girl. I don't know if you guys immediately fell in love, but you now are in a long-term relationship with Liv. But like, you basically came out at the same time and then your brother passed away. And then like, right. also it's just like the entire world collapsed. And you know, you're not like- Yeah, you know. literally like I, I went on my first tour. I yeah. met Liv on the tour. Liv yeah. is my girlfriend. We live together. Like we have cats. Like I'm gonna fucking marry her if I don't fuck something up. Yeah. Then my brother died. Then um, my dad, my my stepdad, basically stopped talking to me because I was dating a woman. And then COVID happened. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's been pretty fucking stressful. <laughs> but it was like it's it's just you know. I, I used to be a Christian. And so like the whole, the, the phrase, like everything happens for a reason. It's yeah. in like some weird way. I still feel connected to that phrase, except for like my brother didn't die for a reason. He just fucking died. But like, yeah. but everything, everything got turned into something else. Even if it like was horrible, <laughs> yeah. it, it caused me to, to take the next step and take the next step to, to where I am now, which is I'm out, I'm queer, I'm out. I feel like, I feel like happy with life mm -hmm. just as it is. Like before I was just so dissatisfied right. not being on tour all the time and being famous. Oh, like, I don't know why. Like, I just, I, I think it's just like, I, I was just feeling like I wasn't good enough. But now I feel like I am good enough. I'm good enough actually just where I am as a nanny and a musician. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm just trying to be happy right now because you could literally die tomorrow. You know, uh, like that was <laughs> Kyle dying was just like the biggest wake up call that I had been not living my true self i don't know my i i i wasn't connected to to my inner self yeah and now i feel like i am hey jumping in again to remind you that every day animal equality is working to end the suffering of farmed animals to create a world where all animals are respected and protected they need your help your donation will allow animal equality to fund important investigations into factory farming and slaughterhouses, exposing the cruelty that happens behind closed doors. Donate today and your gift will be doubled. You can make a difference for animals and together we can change the world. Please donate to animal equality today. I feel like the record is just like each song contains like a death of something and, and a birth of something and a death of something and a birth of something. And it just like each song leads to the next thing. And mm -hmm. like, I didn't intend it that way. Like I didn't write the songs six to one through 16, you know, like I didn't even think I was going to have an album that had 16 songs, but, uh, but like, because I let go of control, it ended up being something that I couldn't have created otherwise. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes complete sense now. You hear it, and I think I think you hear the false starts, which is good. You know, you hear everything. Yeah. And that's really cool. You know, like that's that's what makes yeah. good records for me is like, I don't think like I feel like the idea of like this like kind of perfect record thing like came in like the two thousands at some point where you're like, I don't yeah. know like with like 
I don't know what record did it like, but it's like, all right, give yeah. it, a, give it a rest. You know, like, like I'm wondering who, <laughs> because if you listen to like the Beatles or like, if you listen, like it, it, you, if you listen to the Beatles, it's not a like perfect sounding thing. It's just, it all just works. And it's like, it has character. And when did we, when did, you know, I was a producer when I was literally 15. Yeah. I was doing shit on GarageBand when I was fucking 15. Yeah. But nobody told me that I could be a producer. And I like I didn't know what a producer was. Right. I was just like making shit on GarageBand. And so I was always seeking like, okay, I need to find a producer to like help me. And uh, I wish that like someone had just been like, you're a producer, go fucking do it. Because maybe yeah. I would have done it you know, I maybe would have done something with my like high school stuff, you know, I don't know. Like, so I, I just, I, I mean, now it's like, you see like, you know, freaking like the, the artist, her playing the guitar on the Grammys, like that moment, like is so big for female musicians because that's just not a normal thing and St. Vincent and like, like, uh, like fucking Miley Cyrus is even doing like some crazy shit now too. It's like, it's, it's just so different than when, when I was like in high school and like looking up to like Katy Perry and like, oh, I'm sure like Lady yeah. Gaga because they were like, they're, I mean, they're amazing artists, amazing songwriters, amazing singers, obviously, but like, they weren't like, you weren't seeing the like production and you weren't seeing them playing instruments other than like, you know, like a little bit, but like recognizing the, the female musicians that have been pioneering culture and everything for so long, but also recognizing their role in production and not just being like Dolly Parton's just an amazing songwriter. Like no bitch. Dolly Parton, I'm sure, had her hands on the controls, and she was, I'm sure, didn't get credit, you know? And I think that, like, especially nowadays, like, you can't be an artist without having some kind of production anything, you know what I I mean? I'd love to be. I can't imagine how that would work. (laughs) I know, but (laughs) That'd be so awesome to walk in and be like, so you got this, and I'll see you later. All right. Yeah, I know. I know. No. Not even financially, that's insane, but like, but like, but just like that idea, like, I just can't imagine having like the, the times that like I've been in, like, with like my old band or something where like no one really took charge, and left it up to someone else. You were like, oh, all right, like, we better go do that again, you know, like, because mm-hmm. like, it was always like a thing because you didn't want to take charge because it'd be too many people, you know, but like, there definitely has to be like, you know, it comes from the artist, you know what I mean? I think if it doesn't, you get this like. Like, so I would imagine throughout history, that's always the case. There's no, like, figure. Right. You know, I mean, sure, it's a big, like, massive corporate pop thing. Sure, whatever. But, like, that doesn't have any, like, charm to it. You know, yeah. I think if it has charm, it's probably the artist. You know, like, if, right. how big a thing, you know, like, oh, like, whatever. You Like, it probably came from the artist. We should talk about, like, activism and politics, too, like, just in terms of, like, right. focus. And I think we were sort of talking about that just in terms of even, like, you know, women's role in the industry and how that's changing. Is there anything else that like has been a focus for you? I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I don't really well, know. Well, being gay. <laughs> so that's that's a, a big difference. And that's how many, is it two years now you came out even? Like, yeah. Yeah. It hasn't even been that long, but I mean, I think um, 
I feel kind of like lame being so honest about it because like, I'm not trying to like make myself seem like I'm a victim. Cause I'm like, yeah, my dad won't fucking talk to me, but like, I also have, you know, I, I have my biological father who I'm now, I have a relationship with. I have my mom, I have my best friends. Like I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, my dad won't, we, we can't, we can't speak because he won't budge at all on, on meet, meeting me halfway with the gay thing. He's yeah. not, he will not even meet me halfway, like meeting live or like coming to visit. Like he won't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not asking him to like wave a pride flag. Like I'm just asking him to like walk halfway. I'm learning so much about racial justice and everything in like real time as it's happening. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, this is something that I'm really, I'm doing, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just a fucking white girl trying to figure it out, too. <laughs> like, you're living your experience, and I think that's, you know, what what is, you know, what you're doing. I think going through the, what you've gone through the last two years has been interesting, though. That, like, kind of fundamentalist brain, like, conservative brain. I just don't know where, like, people are coming from like my like my got a lot of conservative relatives in my like crazy conservative like you know warrior actor like you know oh, like, like, like they're so far removed from me they're basically strangers my i love that you know whatever like they got their own problems but like i just don't care because i'm like those people are trash and i just don't you know but like you know my wife's family like she's got to deal with like that you know kind of head on and it's like like Hey, you know, you want to have these relationships. You want to be like, we could talk, but you actually can't talk. Like, that's you know, the biggest thing. It's sort of like, yeah. like, what do you, actually, what do you actually think? Like, I just don't like. I actually don't know what, 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 like, what's going on in the brain that's like pumping. Like, can't talk to my daughter anymore. You know, like, like right. Like you get let right. Yeah. Like, what's but the, he would. But the thing is, is he would tell you that it's my choice that I chose this. Right. So that it's like a literal no win situation because I'm just asking him to meet me halfway. I feel like I'm like, I'm like the, the black sheep of my family. Like, like the, like just because like I'm happy and gay and I live in Los Angeles. Like I'm not even like, like, it's just really frustrating because I'm not asking people to like buy into the LGBTQ movement. Like I'm just like, why can't you just like, treat me and the person that I'm in love with and that I live with just right. with respect like you would with anyone's boyfriend you know yeah. or a girlfriend like if they're straight right and I, I like I don't get why there can't just be like a basic like we don't believe the same thing but that's okay you're a great person and you're healthy and safe and that's all that mm-hmm. matters I I think it's been awkward to have to be so honest. I'm you sure. Know? Yeah, I mean, it's awkward. Like it's awkward to be like, my dad doesn't talk to me. and My brother is dead. Like, yeah. fuck. It's not something that I'm like, I'm. I like want to use to promote my album. But it's just literally the shit that has happened to me, and I just write very personal lyrics. So it's just like, well, fuck. I gotta just tell the truth. You gotta tell your. You gotta tell your story. And there is that weird thing where as soon as it goes to like the press sort of you're like am i selling this like what the fuck 
Like, my brother, my brother and my dead brother would literally be like, like, you're using me to promote your album, Caroline. <laughs> like, no, but like, what, what else are you going to talk about? What else are you? Like, those are the things. Yeah. That, and it's, but like, it's, it's weird. It's also weird to like not recognize the artificiality of it. Like a lot of young artists will like, they'll write me and be like, Hey, you know, could you write the like press person and tell them they got this fact wrong? And I'm like, it's fucking music journalism. Who cares? But like, no, like, that was something that you taught me early on. <laughs> was like <laughs> it's creating a story, but little did you know the story was being created in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it was happening very but, intensely. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's all artificial, but then it all has to be based in something real. But it's like it all just turns into its own thing. So it's like right. You know, right. you can't control it. You you know, so it's like, you know, you just have to kind of recognize the weirdness of it and then be chill with it, you know, or something. Hey, something that I thought of <laughs> from what you just said is like, yeah. yeah, in the press, it's very just like, okay, yes, I come from a religious family and now my brother's dead and now I made this album. But and so like, it's just very cut and dried. It is like, get people interested. But then like the nuances of experience in life are actually what lives in the music. I can see you now. You're all dressed up. Got your best shoes on. That I have to pick out. You're moving on. You're moving on. You're moving on. Now don't get me wrong. Letting go is right. But I can't shake the
Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields. Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org slash innovation.